0: Hey there, positive people. So as you know, or for those of you who didn't know, May is recognized as Mental Health Awareness Month. And this practice actually started in 1949. So it's been happening for a long time. And there's so many people that suffer from mental illness. Um, I really wanted to do a topic focused on that, just really highlighting how important it is to be aware, how important it is that if you suffer from mental illness, please um, seek the help. If you know anyone that suffers from it, please give them the help. Um, you know, it is heartbreaking to just see some of the condition. Um, what I am you know, energized by what I am happy to see is that there is more awareness around it, that folks are getting more comfortable talking about it, you know, because it it is such an important topic because mental health affects so many people. It affects people from different races, religion, culture, age, sexual orientation, socioeconomic status. It really is no respect of person. You know, sadly there is still a stigma attached to mental Mental health and especially in the Black community, there is a big stigma. And then if you are a Black man, oh my goodness! But like I said, I am encouraged by what I see happening, and more and more folks are seeking their peace and they're taking care of their mental health. You know. Over the past few months, like I said, and actually I should say over the past few years, I've been deeply aware and deeply involved, like just with talking to different folks and just seeing what resources are out there, um, you know, for folks that suffer from mental illness. And it's really good because over. Millions, not over, millions of people are facing mental health challenges. And you know, the pandemic was tough on everyone. Well, maybe except for billionaires who made, well, billions um, during the pandemic. So while we were suffering, they were not. um, You know, but for the rest of the world, their mental health was affected. Some folks were just not used to being home for so long. Some folks were home with their abuser. I mean, there were so many things that went into play um, during the pandemic. And you know, just really heightened um, just mental illness in a lot of people, according to NAMI, which is the National Alliance on Mental Illness. Every year, millions of Americans, not even the world. America, millions of America face the reality of living with mental illness. And this is not my facts. This is from the National Alliance on Mental Illness. All right. They are actually a very good resource. There's a great resource. You know, you're able to go on. If you're able to log on, you can share your story. You can find resources. And this is what I like about it. There's resources about mental illness illness um in your state specific for your state you know what resources are there for you and no state is perfect but you know what i like to see because when i was going across and just looking at different articles i saw different states were doing different thing and having different conversations and you know at least the issue of mental illness is being addressed um and on this website you can advocate for others and you can advocate um for different things in your states and different resources that folks that do suffer from mental illness or folks that know folks that suffer from mental illness can utilize. So check out the website, NAMI, um, and you know utilize the resources there. Another great resource that I found was psychiatry.org. And according to psychiatry.org, listen to this, 50% of mental illness begins at age 14 and three quarters by age twenty-four, very, very young. Can you imagine? Age fourteen. Just think about how many fourteen-year-olds you know in your life, right? Um, there are many common symptoms, and you know this information I did get from um, psychiatry.com, but there are many common symptoms. Um, for a mental illness, and it, this is not all inclusive, but some of them are, you know, sleep or appetite changes. So it's dramatic sleep and appetite changes um, and a decline in personal care. When somebody starts to having dramatic mood swings, just rapid or dramatic shifts in their emotions, or they're feeling depressed when they become withdrawn, um, resource, um, social withdrawal and loss of interest in activities that they used to love. And, you know, you, this happened a lot during the pandemic. Folks just got so isolated and they just withdrew and they were depressed, things like that. Um, Another sign is drop in functioning, meaning, you know, there was an unusual drop in functioning, like at school, at work, social activities, you know, if they fail, they're failing at sports, things that they used to excel at in school, and just difficulty performing familiar tasks, if they're having challenges thinking, you know, problems with concentration, memory, or just logical thought and speech that are hard to explain. I if they're having increased sensitivity, so like heightened sensitivities to any sights, sounds, smells, things like that. And if they're avoiding, you know, things that stimulate them, things that overstimulate them, like sensory um, overload, right? Um, if they have apathy that, you know, loss of initiative or desire to participate in any activity, if they're feeling disconnected, a vague feeling of being disconnected from themselves or the surrounded, truly a sense of unreality. If they're, you know, just exhibiting illogical thinking, so unusual or exaggerated beliefs about personal powers to understand meanings or influence events, just illogical, like magical, right? Um, nervousness. So like they're fearful and suspicious and then just odd and unusual behavior. So those are some of the signs. And, you know, if you are suffering, and as I mentioned, when I, I I did a lot of research because I'm really invested in this and helping folks that I know that are suffering from this, um, this I got from psychiatry.org. I mentioned. So please, that's another resource that I'm urging you to utilize if it's a resource that you need. Um, but if you think that you're suffering, if you think that somebody that you know are suffering, you can certainly um, do a couple of things, right? So a couple of things. Um, have an evaluation by a mental health or a healthcare professional. You know, don't try to self-diagnose. I know it's easy to say, you know, let me self-diagnose or this is what I'm suffering for, and giving things a name and claiming things. Things, and that's the God in me coming out. But, you know, get um, health and advocate for yourself. As we know, in the African-American community, sometimes our doctors do not listen to us. They don't think that we understand what's happening with our body and especially with our mind. So advocate for yourself. But have an evaluation by a mental health or a healthcare professional. Um, you know, learn about mental illness, look it up, signs and symptoms and things like that. If you're exhibiting, you know, a couple of them, absolutely. Uh, try to receive supportive counseling about daily life and strategies for stress management you know what is causing this stress for you and just to get monitored closely for conditions requiring intensive cares because you don't want it to get so insane that you can't handle yourself and you know there's another great resource that i found um, on the um, mayoclinic.org so there are a couple of things that like was very illuminating to me that really said, oh, wow, this is something that, you know, you have to pay attention to. And it talked about the things that increase your risk of mental illness. So history of mental illness in a blood relative, like a parent or a sibling, if you have like a traumatic or a stressful life situation, like financial loss, um, death of a loved one, or even divorce, um, ongoing medic- um, chronic medical conditions such as diabetes, and this was eye-opening to me because I know so many folks that suffer from diabetes, right? Um, Brain damage as a result of a serious or traumatic brain injury, such as a violent blow to the head. Um, traumatic experiences like, um, military comeback, you know, you come back, you really want to just think about our vets, what they go through when they come back, they're suffering from PTSD and all that, um, use of alcohol or recreational drugs, childhood history of abuse or neglect, um, and they have very few friends or very few healthy relationships. And, you know, I talk about this a lot about eliminating toxic people from your life and, you know, a previous um, history of mental illness. So these are some of the factors that increase your risk of mental um, illness. So again, just be mindful of these things, you know, reach out for support, and if you are feeling suicidal, there is a number you can call, you know, call 911, um, call a mental health specialist, or there is the suicide prevention hotline, which is 1-800-273-TALK or one 800 273 I mean, 8255. So please just go ahead and utilize that. We want to make sure that everyone is okay. Okay. Um, you know, as I, I mentioned, it, it is just something that has become so commonplace that, you know, I think we're kind of getting to the point where like, okay, everybody's talking about mental illness. Let's talk, stop talking about this and move on from this. But it's important to know that it's a real disease and people suffer from it. And, you know, they are not, um, a lot of times cognizant of what's happening and they can't control the way they're feeling and you know, what they're doing. So be empathetic, please. I like, talk about this all the time. Check our privilege. Check our empathy because folks are suffering, y'all. This world, life throws a lot at you. And for me, I know that I hold on because of my faith. And, you know, other folks have faith, too. But sometimes, you know, life gets tough. Um A couple of things you can do to help folks out, to help yourself out, to help people that you know out, you know, pay attention to warning signs, like any of the things that I mentioned, you know, pay attention to warning signs, work with doctors or therapists to learn what might trigger your symptoms, or what will trigger somebody else uh, that you love symptoms, make a plan, you know, so you'll know what to do if your symptoms um pop up or return, or if it happens to a loved one, contact your doctor or your therapist. Um, if you notice any changes in symptoms, terms of how you feel or how a family member is acting. Um, And again, consider Involving other family members, I know sometimes it really is hard to talk about, but consider um, involving other family members so that you know you can certainly get the help that you need. Um, No, absolutely no shame in your game. Um, Follow up on your medical care, get routine medical care. Don't neglect your checkup and skip visits and things like that. I know that during COVID they kind of shut it down to really just COVID priority patient, but there is. virtual things, um, available. And if you don't feel comfortable with virtual, you know, zoom is big right now. Right. Um, you know, I think at this point, they're allowing a lot of things to go back out and happen. So go ahead. If you're on medication, if that's something that they prescribe, make sure you're taking your medication, you know, do what you have to do to take care of you, you know, get the help that you need. Um, it is harder to treat if you wait until the symptoms get bad. And you know, long-term maintenance and treatment um, does help you prevent a relapse of your symptoms. Guys, just take good care of yourself. Get, I know, believe me, I'm guilty of this. Get sufficient sleep. I always feel like the night because you're at work, you're doing so many things. And, you know, for me, I I have work, I have the kids, you know, I have the husband, I have the podcast, I have the brand, the business. There's so many things that I'm doing, right? And um, sleep suffers. And I'm actually working on getting back to a regular sleep schedule where I can get a good um four hours at night. So pray for me y'all. Cause I'm going to try to do better. All right. Practice healthy, healthy eating. Oh Lord. This is something girl, boys, everybody, this is something I'm working on. I'm just trying to eat better. So please practice healthy eating, um, regular physical activity. That's also important try to maintain a regular schedule, talk, To someone, your primary care provider, talk to a healthcare specialist if you're having trouble sleeping or you know, you're worried about diet, physical activity, use resources, get the help. All right. You know, all the resources, all the facts that I gathered, like I said, chatted with a couple mental health professionals, did research um, just to make sure that the information that I'm giving to you guys is going to be helpful. I gathered them from sources that. I use, you know, from NAMI, from psychiatry.org, from the Mayo Clinic, you know, things like that. There's quite a bit of resources out there. And of course there's, you know, the phony sites that give you foolish information. So just be mindful of that. Um, But again, I really want you to take care of yourself. And as I said, for the month of May, it is going to be um, me personally doing all that I can to support those I love and others with their struggles with mental illness. Um, I want to leave you with three things. If you take nothing away from this podcast, I want to leave you with three things, okay? Mental health is important. So I want to leave you with these three things. There is absolutely no shame in taking care of your mental health. That's number one. Number two, do not be afraid to leave things, places, people, situation, anything that threatens your peace and messes with your mental health. And last and final thought for this episode about mental health, it is okay to take care of you. And there it is. So I thank you all for listening. And until next time, this is Suzanne reminding you, a couple of calls to action, right? I want you to go ahead and wherever, whichever directory you get your podcast from, I want you to subscribe. So whether it's Amazon, Apple, Google Podcasts, whether it's iHeart, Pandora, Spotify, go ahead and subscribe. So you'll be notified when we drop a new episode. Go ahead and like the episode. Go ahead and share the episode. Go ahead and write a review about the episode. Go ahead if you want to talk to me, please contact me. It's Suzanne at positively Ask me questions. I do respond um, in a very timely manner. So go ahead and do that. Also in the bottom, you'll see buy me a coffee. So go ahead and buy me a coffee. All right. Um, So that is something that I will certainly utilize to upgrade my equipment in podcasting world. So those are all the call to action for you. As always, I am humbled that you choose to listen to this podcast. I appreciate your time. And until next time, this is Suzanne signing off.